0: getting you up, and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3.
1: So I'm going to take this as fact. Um, usually where there's a little smoke, there's some fire from the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, this person says it'll be the last time that Ryder comes in a couple of years. Ryder will be closed. Okay. Yeah, I wonder, of,
2: wonder why, what that means. I don't know
1: if it's like, uh, like the air conditioner's going out or if the, you know cafeteria is just you know needs to be replaced and there's going to demolish the whole school and start over i don't know
2: okay i was thinking more along the lines of them combining with another school probably or, so that'd be that'd
1: be more more realistic maybe consolidating because they're not enough kids in that neighborhood. I I don't
2: know. It seem doesn't seem like that would make sense though, right? Because, I mean, they're a 5A school. Yeah, maybe
1: maybe, maybe somebody's maybe I think they're wishful 5A. thinking there. So a couple years will be close. I don't know what that means. A couple years will be close because they won't be playing good football anymore.
2: It's gonna be interesting around here when the two schools, Friendship and Cooper, split.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. And it'll
2: be interesting to see what classification everybody goes into mm-hmm. and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. It, It'll just it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the new friendship name's gonna be, right? Or do they know yet? Or do you know and you can, you're sworn to secrecy? I do not know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know.
2: The other Lubbock Cooper. It's not really good of They're gonna
1: be me. the Patriots.
2: It's really not. Oh, uh, is that what they're yeah, gonna they're be?
1: Yeah, so they can still be LCP. Okay. I don't know if it's Lubbock Cooper West or whatever it is, but I mean it, it's uh, they'll be. I think they're gonna be the Patriots.
2: Oh man, I've heard the name of. This, that they're going to call the school, but I can't remember what it is now.
1: Oh, at, uh, I've friendship heard it. or Cooper? At Cooper? Oh, yeah, there's a. Yeah,
2: there's a. Oh man, I've heard it. It's not a secret. I just can't remember it yeah. now. But I don't think Friendship has gotten that far. I yeah. think Cooper's a year or so ahead. Of yeah, I think the, you're
1: right. I think you're. The friendships. Yeah. So, it, like you said, you, you'll be you'll be done with high school by the time that's all.
2: I think Friendship's got to, I mean, they got to name that school. They, their mascot's going to be the Lions, right? So they can, uh, Lions and Tigers. I,
1: uh, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. As you well know, every mm-hmm. every middle school, mm-hmm. elementary school, even daycares over there is called Tigers. Tigers, yeah. Yeah, and they're yeah. blue and, mm-hmm. you know, yellow. So, I mean, it's
2: a yeah, real not, problem. I mean, not. Uh, it's not going to affect me. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I think, I
1: think. You think you're good? No more no more children when you're done? Well,
2: right. I I meant that I think that my kid will be able to stay at the school she's at and yeah. not have an issue. So, Okay. But.
1: And you're not planning on procreating anymore so that you would have a future problem with that, right?
3: <laughs> kind of a personal question there, Chuck. Yeah, That's uh, between him and his wife. Yeah, think. no, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there.
2: <laughs> it's not. Uh, Liberty. It's Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. Liberty. 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 Yeah, Liberty. How could I forget that? Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Liberty. 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 Yeah. Liberty.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody says this Wichita Falls building two schools and closing three. New names and new mascots.
2: Oh, that's really? Un- that's interesting. Un- that's
1: unfortunate. You just get- throw out the history.
2: I wonder why they're doing this completely changing the names.
1: Love it. Cooper Liberty? I think it's Liberty Cooper because it's going to be LCP at yeah. Liberty Cooper. Patriots. So
3: they're going to have two mascots.
2: Oh, I guess Liberty's Liberty Cooper. Name. Is
1: Liberty Cooper. Yeah, I think it's Liberty Cooper
2: Patriots. Liberty Cooper? Yeah. Where's Liberty? That's the name of the school. I know, but I get why they're called Lubbock Cooper. If you're going to go by Liberty Cooper, where's Liberty? I don't know. <laughs> is, that I town, still- is that a town I don't know of?
1: I thought they were still doing the LCP thing.
2: Okay, maybe they are. That's what I thought.
1: That was a big damn deal. We're still going to be LCP.
2: Okay. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. So maybe you could, maybe that, maybe you don't have to have the name of the city there, right there at the mm, front. Maybe not. Like Lubbock, right? Right. I mean, uh, Lubbock, Monterey, odd. or Lubbock, Coronado. It's kind of or. obvious.
1: I always think it goes back to the old. Tyler John Tyler, you know, which is one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. My favorite high schools. Mm-hmm. Tyler John Tyler. Just to say Tyler John Tyler.
2: They're not there anymore. Tyler John Tyler is not there anymore. They're not allowed to use John Tyler's name anymore. Oh, they're Tyler High now. No more John. No more John Tyler. Mm-hmm. He I, I he was a know. bad person. I guess he was a bad person. <laughs> okay. So, so Off there's no that. Tyler Lee anymore. Mm-hmm. That's Tyler Legacy, and there's no more John Tyler. There's That's no more Tyler Hyde either. Yes, <laughs> That's that probably, is all correct.
1: Probably, probably, probably wiser for it, but <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, um, I did not go to this game. There's two games since 1993. There's two games that I've missed um, at Texas Tech. Two two games in the last almost 30 years and the two games that i missed are are noteworthy uh one an unfortunate noteworthiness um which was the first game of the 93 season it was labor day weekend and we were out of town and the horse ran into the wall so that's probably good that we didn't see that because we would have had a pretty good view of that from the east side running into the wall there in the southwest corner of the stadium and that was that was bad the other one that I missed, and I was out of town. I had to go. Uh, I was literally out of town, um, and I know people say this all the time. I was literally out of town on station business in Vegas, and it was my first time to go to Vegas. I just, I'm not a, I'm not a gambler. I don't have anything against it. Just had never, had never been, had never been in that position to go. Blah blah blah. And I remember going to Vegas and checking into the. Um, hotel I was at, and there was this guy. Uh, I knew I knew something was up. That there wasn't. That there was more going on in Vegas when this guy was uh, doing a high wire act from one side of the hotel to the other side of the hotel, and there wasn't anybody watching him. I was like, okay, well, that's pretty cool right there. But then mm-hmm. the other stuff that was going on was probably even cooler. The, the, so the circus act drew no attention, but I missed, I missed the overtime. 51 48 game between texas tech and north carolina state Mm -hmm. okay and i i remember i think i flew in that saturday night and i think i landed when the and the game was on the radio and i thought about going to the game uh but the game was over by the time i would have gotten there but that night um which was september 21st 2002 so almost 20 years ago um the quarterback matchup was Philip Rivers versus Cliff Kingsbury, and Tech lost fifty-one to forty-eight. Um, a, a North Carolina State freshman, I think this was his highlight night.
2: T. A. McClendon,
1: five five touchdowns.
2: Yeah, it wasn't about Philip Rivers and Cliff Kingsbury. Nope. It was nope. about T. A. McClendon. Yeah, were you that at dude, that game? Dude was a beast. I don't think so. I, I'm pretty sure I watched it on television, but he was a hoss.
1: Thirty-two totes, one hundred and fifty yards. His previous best was 79 against New Mexico. All of his ten- touchdown runs were from inside the 10. He tied the school's single-game touchdown mark set in 1972. Uh, North Carolina State went to 5-0. and o, Texas Tech dropped to 2-2. Two and two. Red Raiders had four touchdowns in the fourth quarter to tie the game at 45.
2: Yeah, it was a fun game.
1: Yeah, you know, Robert Treese gets a 33-yard field goal in overtime, but then McClendon was... It was all McClendon there in, uh, in overtime. Uh, Chuck Amato was the Wolfpack coach. He said to score after all that went on in the fourth quarter after leading 38-10 to 10, was amazing. A lot of character on both sides. Here's what Coach Kingsbury, then quarterback Kingsbury, had to say. Afterwards, he said, we had our chances. It didn't come down to one play. We made a bunch of mistakes. It sounds like a, it sounds like a Cliff Kingsbury quote, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, no, it it does, and, and you don't get a touchdown in overtime, and, and they do, and it just felt like, oh, man, it, those, those were the days where your yeah. offense felt like it could do anything, and right. you had no confidence ever in your defense. It was one of those days, and um, it just felt like as soon as you kicked the field goal in overtime, the game was over.
1: Uh, Coach uh, Mike Leach was not happy. Uh, he said his team came out flat in the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, when you walk out of a locker room, you need to be at a high level. The way we came out at the start of the third quarter is inexcusable, flat out inexcusable, and it cost us the game. Okay, the horse was ninety-four, but I, I missed that game. It was this. Um, Mickey Peters had a big catch in that ball game. There's a name from the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Kingsbury had a fumble in that game that led to a touchdown. Uh, Sean Price, remember him? Ran it back thirty-five yards to make it 31 to 10.
2: I do not remember him.
1: Okay, I remember that name. Uh, and it was one of those it was one of those nights you come back, but usually when you've come back, you've won. But that was a night where you came back and didn't win. But that's one that really stuck in the craw.
0: Big plays and even bigger laps. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double
1: T 97.3. Time for the Stan Sports History. Here is Jeff McGuire.
0: Going to
3: start in 1913, guys, because, because Cub Larry Chaney hurls a record 14 hit shutout. Wow. Against the Giants.
1: That's pretty impressive.
2: What do we call that, Jeff? A shutout. He did what with 14 hits? He scattered them. Scattered. <laughs> he
3: scattered. <laughs> That's awesome. Lots of scattered. I imagine there were several double plays in this game, and then a hit after a double play kind of concept. Sure, sure. What or the, uh, hits to the left side of the field, so yeah. you couldn't advance past first. I mean, past second on a on a single.
1: What but was the old runners in scoring position number for
3: that I game? have no earthly you got, you got, you got Obviously not high. good. A zero
2: for something. A <laughs> zero
3: for something, right.
2: Yeah. It, Well, not necessarily. I mean, sometimes you can get a hit with runners in scoring position and still not score somebody. Mm -hmm. They get thrown out at the plate or maybe it was just hit too hard and so they hold the runner at third, whatever. Sure. It happens.
3: 1923, Red Sox first baseman George Burns pulls off an unassisted triple play. Wow. I don't know
2: how. What position again? First, figure the line out.
3: Yeah, is one
2: line out. He steps on the bag at first, and all I can guess would be that he runs beats towards. Guy, he the, runs towards
3: home. Beats the guy uh-huh. towards second. Beats the guy to second.
2: Why wouldn't he have just thrown it? I don't know. I don't know why he would have. Maybe he.
1: It. Maybe it was lined out to first. He touches the guy off the bag on first. Then the runner coming home. Catcher's not there to cover because the catcher went down to. Th- first base and so he runs home and beats the guy home
2: (laughs) okay so the runner at third tagged up and tried to score yeah on a liner to first yeah okay i I mean i guess i mean there's a lot of different things i was thinking like he ran at the runner between second and third well why didn't he just why didn't he just throw he's got it's not a tag play it's fourth play just throw it to second Mm mm-hmm That's a difficult one.
3: Today would be a good day to be a New York Yankees fan. Like,
1: in history, it's a good day to
3: be a New York Yankees fan. If
2: they beat the Red Sox, it will be. Jamie would say it's
1: always a good day to be a Yankee fan, right? No, I wouldn't.
3: In 1942... (laughs) Like, the last month
2: has not been... It's not been. That's fair. In
1: 1942,
3: they clinched their 13th pennant. In 43, they clinched their 14th pennant. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: In 53... They clinched their fifth straight pennant with an eight-five win over the Indians,
2: and, and they could have done it again in twenty twenty-two if they hadn't sucked for the last month. And in
3: nineteen fifty-eight, they would they won their twenty-fourth pennant and ninth under Casey Stengel on this day. Uh, so good day to be a Yankees fan I, I
2: guess so. Yeah,
3: nineteen sixty-eight, Detroit Tigers, Denny McLain, it gets his thirtieth victory of the season.
1: Wow. Yeah, Denny McLean, That was his. That was his highlight. The
3: It'd be a lot of people's highlight. Tigers were going this... to
1: win the World Series, and then, and then uh, he would bet that uh, that would never happen again. <clears throat> 1978 Braves
3: Jim Burton at 38 beats the Giants for his first win since 1970, and this game was in '78. Wow. 1980, 1986, after being called up by the Kansas City Royals, Bo Jackson hits his first home run, a 475-foot blast, mm. the longest at Royal Stadium.
1: Did say who they played that night? No. Nope. Okay. 1994.
3: Hmm, Major League Baseball team's owners yeah. vote to cancel the remainder of the '94 season as well as the World Series for only the second time in history, continuing labor dispute with the Players Association. Jerks. 1996. A's Mark McGuire is the 13th 13th player to hit 50 home runs in a single season. It is National Cream-Filled Donut Day. Jamie is not a fan.
2: Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm I'm good with it. Anything Creamfield I'm out. Okay.
3: Happy birthday to a former
1: Red Raider. So Harold in the shotgun from the 28. to throw goes to the right side for Crabtree. It's caught. Oh he breaks. Oh! Oh,
4: he's going. That Red Raider. Unbelievable.
2: Michael Crabtree 35. Today. Okay.
1: I was gonna say, is it Harris or is it Jensen? Or I, can't, is it I can't listen
2: to it and not just think in my mind, I love you, Sonny Cumby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just love his
2: reaction. I mean it was so real. So real. Not that John's or Brian's or right? yeah. weren't. Sonny but,
3: Cumbie was all of us at that point. I moment. mean,
2: Sonny is a head football coach in Division I football. Right. Okay. And he was acting like we act. Right.
1: Right? Unreal
2: that was awesome i just gosh jimmy did, butler that dude just continues to grow and mm-hmm. red Raider lore for me at least
3: jimmy butler 33 jimmy buckets scumbag allegedly deshaun watson is
2: 27 <laughs> <laughs> and sam Neal is 75 i think the moment that he pays all the girls you could stop saying allegedly just, yeah yeah right. covering
3: bases here yeah,
2: clearly he did
3: something right and in 1814 Francis Scott Key pens a poem, which would later be set to music and in 1931 becomes the American National Anthem, The Star-Spangled Banner. The poem, originally titled The Defense of Fort McHenry, was written after Key witnessed the Maryland fort being bombarded by the British during the War of 1812. Because he was trying to help a friend get off of a prisoner ship, and the British wouldn't let him leave until after they were done bombing the port. (laughs) And that is this day in sports history.
1: All right, this day in sports history. I have the details on the George Burns unassisted triple play for you. Okay. Okay, Okay, so this is uh, 1923, September 14th. Uh, He gets... um, It was the third by modern era baseball rules um, and only the fourth in Major League history. Uh, The first out was by, uh, by a first baseman. In the second inning, he caught Frank... Brower's line drive tag Walt Lutsky off first base, and ran to second base, sliding in before Riggs Stevenson could return from third.
2: Where in the world with a shortstop and second baseman? I mean, is uh, he, is I, I Mr. Don't... Burns just a ball hog? Oh, I don't
1: know.
2: <laughs> Throw the ball, dude.
1: I don't. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't have the video. That. We were the shifting
2: other... and we were playing five outfielders. No, I don't... mean, what? Was
1: have the How about ability just to tell throw you then.
2: It to him?
1: he was the American League MVP in 1926 and a three-time World Champion. So there you go.
2: I mean, he I got think, the out. Maybe he was stuck in his in the webbing.
1: Maybe, that's a possibility maybe too.
2: Maybe so. <laughs> you got two guys over there. You could throw it. to Well,
1: maybe they weren't there. Maybe they were. Lollygagging.
2: Where, where, where I don't were know. they? Maybe they
1: were lollygagging.
2: <laughs> throw the ball.
1: <laughs> okay, that's a really. Really good question, but I don't I don't have the answer for you. Yeah. Uh into this question. Yeah. If he throws the balls, it's still unassisted. No.
2: No. No. Then yeah. it
3: becomes yeah. a three, whatever. I heard the second play.
2: baseman wrote a book uh after the next year. Do you know what it was called? What was it? Throw me the dang ball. Uh-huh. Okay. So
3: <laughs> well, that's did... where Keyshawn got the title.
1: <laughs> uh, they didn't have Tinkers to the chance, so there wouldn't ever have been a triple play unassisted by the first baseman.
2: No, because they, they those those were teammates that like used each other, unlike right. Mr. Right. Burns. Apparently, right, right. right. <laughs> I'm just gonna run it over right. there. Um, maybe he thought it was kickball. There so. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, then I, you can throw it at the runner. That would have been unassisted as well if you threw it at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mike
1: Trout's uh, consecutive game streak of hitting a home run ends at seven. That's one shy of the major league record. Um, do you know who he was chasing? Uh, there's a tie of eight straight. You Mattingly? Should, Mattingly is one and, in, in 1987. And
2: Dale Long?
1: Dale is that, Long is the yeah. other one.
2: I remember that from Natalie Streak, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And do you know who
1: uh, is the other one?
2: There's one more. It's a recent guy, I thought. Well, no. It's,
1: it's 1993. Okay. Ken Griffey Jr.
2: Okay, that makes sense. I mean, he yeah. was
1: in Seattle, that's why. It's, it's, it takes some while to get the news out
2: of Seattle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we didn't have the internet in 93. Right. It just takes <laughs>
1: takes a little time to get it out of there. Those West Coast <laughs> games really kind of overshadow those uh, We did have a much better
3: sports center in 93, though, than we do now.
1: Yeah.
0: Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from
1: Double T 97.3. Yates Morning Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. And uh, the benchmark hotline is open as well. Texas Tech and North Carolina State on Saturday. Optimum game day live coverage presented by United Supermarkets begins at 2 p.m. We'll have the kick at 7 and then after the game from here in the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio we'll have the. Double team 97 3, Coors Light post game show with Garrett Luft. Okay. Yes, sir. So, um. G. Lufty. Lufty, yeah. He was, uh, he, he was, sp- he's been spot on, uh, first two games. Okay. Yeah, he's been real, real good with he's his been analysis. Spot on. Yeah, he's real good with his analysis, breakdown, mm-hmm. you know, watches the game clearly, you <laughs> <That's> know. Because <good. laughs> well, I mean, there's games where he hasn't. No, I'm just saying that he's. You know, I'm just giving. Well,
3: if he picks. watched the
2: Sunday night or Thursday night game, he didn't watch it clearly.
1: <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was just trying to pay Thanks. a compliment. You know? yeah. 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 That you know. T- no, I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't. No, I mean, it was. Uh,
2: you was, just said that it was. Mine like, was a joke at the NFL games. Right, yeah, 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 no, I got yeah. you. I got
1: you.
2: Uh, uh, you just I, kind of made
3: it sound like that he hasn't in the past with that. You know, oh, yes. That's oh, kind well, of I how, I I, that's I, kind I how I mean, took I it. That's kind of how I took it. I didn't mean that at all. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I didn't mean uh, that at all. I did kind of look up a text. He's uh, His big court date's coming up. September the 28th for his speeding ticket. that's like literally around the corner. Two weeks away. There's, there's a part of me that would love to be in the gallery for that. No, present, I, I don't
3: like seeing things end badly. For presents friends. his
1: presents his case. So against, make it happen against his speeding ticket. So
2: make it happen. Yeah.
1: Maybe I could be his attorney, <laughs> represent him. Yeah, speak what? on his speak on his behalf. <laughs> Woo! With that that would probably not. That would be good. That wouldn't. I don't know that that now would go well. Now I
2: want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> Get your popcorn ready. Yeah, cause that could be,
1: could be entertaining, right? Could be entertaining. <laughs> could
2: grab be a, like the grab a do and a bag of popcorn, and I'll be there, chomping <laughs> away at the back of the courtroom.
1: You can just kind of be like, ah, oh, this is going to be interesting. I wonder if he would.
2: Have... I wonder which one of them is going to end up in jail, Garrett or Chuck, <laughs> over if... a speeding ticket.
1: I wonder if he would take my uh, legal. advice legal services mm-hmm. my speaking skills on his behalf mm-hmm. i mean i could wear a good-looking suit and i could speak eloquently for it on his behalf you know promise mm-hmm. that he would never do that again am mm-hmm. no, i the only one envisioning chuck doing a perry mason impersonation Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I, I was
2: where just, is the gun where is i was the just liking gun? the speak speaking eloquently part
1: <laughs> you're waiting for that aren't you
2: <laughs> when do we start doing <laughs> yeah, when that when start doing the that the right three of now? us
1: I was I was waiting for that too. I said I set you up and you you hit it over the wall. You know you, can't, you can't go shake much. the judge's hand though, right? All right. That'd be
3: you know that'd be hard for you. Right.
1: All right. Let's uh, let's get uh, some thoughts from Coach Joey McGuire. Uh, he was asked about this and just uh, and just a note on this. And Jeff reminds me of this that right before they were supposed to play the Holiday Bowl. Uh, UCLA dropped out of their game against North Carolina State. I mean, like just hours before that game was supposed to kick off, and so the Man. game was that game was then canceled.
2: And you remember NC State's baseball team basically got kicked out of the College World Series oh, as that's well right. because of COVID. Right. Yeah, and there have been some postseason frustration for those folks. Nightmares, right, yeah. for them.
1: So Coach McGuire was asked uh, how much he has watched North Carolina State so far.
5: Well, you know, they have the all-access deal on ESPN, so I've watched a lot of them and, and uh, I've heard them talk. And, you know, they kind of have a chip on their shoulder. I mean, if you go back to last year, what happened to them in the bowl game was ridiculous. I mean, it was – that's that should not happen. That, that, that was bad on the other team's part that even got to that. And so they had an opportunity to, I, I believe, have a 10-win season, and, and that means a lot. You know, it's going to mean a lot around here. And so – uh, I know they have a chip on their shoulder, and, and not only they have a chip on their shoulder, but they have a lot of people back that have chips on their shoulder. And so it's a bet group. He's got a lot of leadership. He's got a lot of NFL guys, and there's a lot of guys on that team that are going to be playing on Sundays. And then I just think he does a good job. You know, he, he's been there. He's established his culture. Um, you know, he's got a good coaching staff, and, and um, I, the, they're excited. They have one of the longest home winning streaks, I believe, you know, in the country, I could be wrong about that. I know they haven't lost a lot of games at home, and so they're 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 going to be ready to go. And you know, I, I think with us being two and zero, it probably uh, adds to the excitement of the game. And and um, I know that we both respect each other and respect how our our teams are going to play. So it's going to be a dogfight.
1: Going to be a dogfight. Do you think he was
2: making a point? I, I may be totally misreading this. Make kind of making a comment that he wanted people to hear, hear about. I've seen a lot of them because they're on ESPN All Access. Oh no! Do you like mean, like he's saying. I don't know if that's the smartest thing for them to do.
1: I didn't get that impression just sitting there
2: yeah. when he said that. Yeah.
1: I just yeah, like, I, I got the impression he's just a guy that watches a lot of football.
2: Yeah, that, I mean that's just not a game. That's yeah. like a, a show. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, I've not seen it. But. Yeah, I. I'm,
2: it's similar to what they do in the NFL on okay. HBO, whatever I think. And I, I mean, I I just I I just wonder. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I wonder what was, was he saying? Oh, I get to see a lot of them. I get a we get a little bit of an advantage because we get to see that 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 side of them. I I don't know. I don't have any idea.
1: I didn't get that impression Kay. sitting there when he was when he was saying mm-hmm. that i got the impression of hey i've watched a lot of them because of this not that hey this is bad or this is good or that he wasn't i thought when you said making a point i thought he was i thought you were talking about the ucla situation with them backing out that that was bad and making a point there i definitely think he was making a point there
3: yeah yeah, yeah. With the ball.
2: yeah I, don't I think that was, i don't think that was hidden yeah yeah, yeah it, it it does matter to say hey we had a 10 win season right
1: and they, as and a result, they didn't have a 10-win season last year. Didn't
2: have the opportunity yeah. to get that win. right? right. So, yeah, it, it, it 10 wins feels different than nine. No question.
1: So, um, they do enter this game with an 11-game winning streak in North Carolina State at Carter-Finley Stadium. It, that is the fifth-best active home win streak in the FBS. Second longest in the history of Carter-Finley Stadium, which opened in 1966. Okay, so that stadium seats... Uh, 56919 Okay, so it's a little bit smaller than our place. Um, all right, one other thing from uh, Coach McGuire. He says this. Um, he was asked about their defense and Tony Gibson, who was the defensive coordinator at West Virginia when West Virginia teams went up against Texas Tech and Patrick Mahomes and the type of defense he had. And he wanted to know this person, how, has Tony Gibson's success versus... Uh, how that how that affects this game uh with texas tech
5: well they're going to close the middle of the field you know and so you're going to they're going to take a lot of the the middle of the field away from you and they're going to close at every play um and then they're going to pressure you and the thing with that they do such a great job is they're going to show you one thing and they're going to disguise it and they're going to bring pressure from everywhere um and he I mean, he's one of the godfathers of that defense, and and he does a good job. And I think, um, I'm, I really do think with Zach having experience, um, you know, playing that, he, that we'll have a good plan. Um, and then, you know, I think our guys, it's a little bit different um, because it's more pr- pressure oriented. But they they saw it every day last year as far as the structure of uh, the odd stack, and so. You know, I think that's going to give them some comfort, but you know, we're going to have to play well. We're going to have to our running backs, our tight ends are going to have to do a good job of knowing where the pressure's coming from, and then the offensive line is going to have to do a good job. It's going to help. You know, we're going to have to be able to run the football some, whether it's through the quarterback or the running backs, um, to kind of take some of that pressure off.
1: And and one of the things, and we, we'll try to hear from uh, Coach Deruta this morning at some point in time, but. One of the things Coach Tim Deruder said, the defensive coordinator, he said that North Carolina State would, will either drop eight or rush eight. Uh, that there's not, not a lot. There's a lot of negative plays, a lot of pressure on the quarterback, and that can change the timing on the quarterback because he was asked about their defense.
2: Yep. So yep. and Houston definitely changed the timing of the quarterback this weekend.
1: So that's that's something to kind of keep in mind. In addition to the fact that he said we're going to have to run the ball some. Uh, also, Dave Doran and Coach McGuire talked about this was is a defensive-minded coach. So he's a defensive coach. Uh, so know that going into to this ballgame. That's where his mindset came from.
0: Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day, this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Time
1: for your question of the day. You've already asked me one, so I hope you didn't burn a good one already.
2: I've got two more for you today. Okay, two more. Okay, wow. All right, today's question of the day. Mm-hmm. I want you to do a little ranking for me, Chuck. Okay. All right. And Jeff and our fine listening audience. Mm-hmm.
1: Fine listening audience.
2: Who are the top two, excuse me, who are the top three teams in the Big 12 Conference right now? Rank them in order for me. From what you've seen after two games.
1: Top three teams in the Big 12 Conference right now. Um, I have not seen them play, but I'm just going to say Oklahoma because I think they're really talented. Is number one. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if I want to put Texas at number two or not. Because, you know, was that Alabama playing down to them? Or was that um, Texas playing really, really good? Um,
2: I assume both.
1: Yeah. I'm going to put... I'm going to go Oklahoma, Oklahoma State... And Texas.
3: I think I've got the same three, but I think I'm flipping Oklahoma State and Texas. I don't feel good about it. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm going Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma State. Yeah.
2: Okay, I think I'm way out here on a limb. Uh, I got OSU at the top. Okay. Uh, I think that the game against Central Michigan was not nearly as close as the final score showed. I would agree with that. I mean, they're playing third and fourth stringers, and they put up a bunch of points at the end of that game. They were blowing them out. Okay. So uh, I thought that was a really good performance. Mm -hmm. And and then it looked like there was never a doubt against a power five school in Arizona State this past weekend. Okay. Um, I just haven't seen enough of Oklahoma to put them at the top as far as. I mean, I've seen the highlights and all that. I haven't watched their game, mm-hmm. but they haven't played anybody even remotely good, okay? And so I'm giving Oklahoma State credit for playing a, a tougher schedule so far. Okay, so far, I I can I can buy into that. Okay, and and third on my list, I I think you're. I mean, I think the Longhorns were impressive last weekend. Um, I don't think there's any doubt, and I agree with what you're saying, that probably Alabama played that to, down to them a little bit. But I thought the way Kansas State handled Missouri was mm-hmm. impressive as well. well. So I got Kansas State as third on, on my list. I, I feel like uh, they've been better than I thought they were going to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I thought, again, Missouri's not great. I get it. But Kansas State made them look not great. Yeah, no, okay, I think that's And that's the SEC school. So that's something to be said for that. Uh, so that's that's kind of where I, I sit at this point.
1: Okay, I mean I I can buy into what you're what you're saying there. The other thing that that was impressive from it just a Kansas State logistics standpoint was that game was delayed a number of times. So you have to have some discipline and some ability to come back out and sure. get yourself you know mentally prepared to play again and mm-hmm. or to keep playing. And um, so I think there was I think there's something to be said. So, do that.
2: Okay. So, let me spawn off of that one to okay. another question. All right. We just talked about Kansas State and their win over Missouri. Who's got the best win in the conference so far this year?
1: Man. Um, can, can I say
2: KU over West Virginia? You can. I I, I think it deserves to be in the conversation.
1: And I think the fact that they're playing on the road, they got down early, they came back, and then they held them off in overtime. I think there's something to be said for that. I mean, the previous... Eight hundred coaches didn't win any games on the road in the Big Twelve, and this guy's won two last year at Texas and now at West Virginia.
2: The only question is: is how bad is West Virginia?
1: And that's and that and that is a fair question. Yeah, and that is a that is a fair question. Okay,
3: but I mean,
2: Jeff,
1: Baylor over BYU.
2: Baylor lost. They did
3: lose. What am I thinking? <laughs> okay, BYU over Baylor. There's a Big Twelve win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, no, that would that would probably have been it.
1: That would have been it. Yeah. Um Yeah. Man. You may have to agree with me. I I may have to
3: go. Kansas State has the best one. Oh, okay. Um Okay, so let me throw one at you. All right.
2: Who's got a win over a ranked team?
3: Didn't look good doing it though. Texas Tech does. Yeah, didn't look good doing it though. Is
2: Texas Tech's win over a ranked Houston team? That's fair. Is that is that Yeah, I mean, is Houston better than West Virginia? I get that Texas Tech was at home. Kansas was on the road. I mean, I, again, Kansas State, I feel like that went over Missouri. They didn't just beat Missouri. They beat them bad. They okay. pulverized them. Yeah, they beat them bad.
1: We might find out a little bit more about Houston yeah. and Kansas this week when, when KU plays at Houston.
2: Well, that's... Yeah, we sure will then. Yeah. You
1: know, We'll find out a little yeah. bit more about each, each one of those teams. So...
2: um, Oh, that's interesting. As a Red Raider fan, who am I rooting for?
3: Um, oh, I'm rooting for Kansas. Well, we know who you're rooting for. Oh yeah, gonna yeah. And I'm going to rile it up. Kansas. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think
1: I'm. I just wondered why there was a debate in your mind. I'm,
2: I'm rooting for Houston. I'm sorry. Okay. I I want this win to be validated okay. for the Red Raiders. Okay, so my point of asking that second question is. Uh-huh. Do you have a third? No. Okay. <laughs> well, this this is more like the struggles in my mind. Okay. Okay. If we can get a different feature that you want to sponsor, that's the Struggles in Jamie's Mind. Here, oh, it would be a good time I for it. I, I okay. probably could sell that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
1: Struggles in uh, Jamie's Mind. Brought <laughs> to you by...
2: Okay, Jamie. so I was pretty um, Monday morning. I, I mean, I think I... I hope I portrayed that I, I, I didn't know what to think of Saturday because there was a lot that I loved. Mm-hmm. But then I was really disappointed about the way your offensive line played and your offense overall. That just didn't look clean and didn't didn't look great. But thrilled about the defense and and thrilled about I mentioned those three guys that all had struggled during the game that all found ways to come back and make big plays and were a huge part of you winning that game. So I guess I'm I'm asking so I'm asking the question if if that win is in the conversation as one of the best wins in the Big 12 conference this year. What does that say about the shouldn't conference? I? Well, my mm-hmm. question is: should, shouldn't I think better about that game? Yeah, I think you should think better about that game because yeah. I,
1: I walked out of that game feeling pretty damn good, just having been. Well, I there, surely
2: didn't feel, don't feel bad about mm-hmm. it, but it just like I I project forward and I'm like, man, if your offensive line's not better, I, how are you going to win in the Big 12 conference?
3: The. The way that game went for me on Saturday, there were times we had no business losing that game, and kind of at the end, I felt like we had no business winning that game. The way it, it really felt like you snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, but you also put the victory in the jaws of defeat. Yes, absolutely. Whole, whole, you, hand, whole, you
2: if you had lost that game twenty yeah. to seventeen, it was because you beat yourself, yeah. right? right. You know, it was because you. The
1: interception late. Yep.
2: Yes. You beat yourself. Yep. Okay. I, I don't mean to not give Houston any credit, mm-hmm. but you beat yourself. Okay. And specifically. Did a really good job of it. Specifically for a while. on offense. Your offense, you know, kind of lost at, it for you. Sputtered
1: at times. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. the interceptions, obviously.
2: But, I mean, again, I continue to love the way. I love the guys. Fight. Guys bounced back yes. and love the way yes. on fourth and twenty. You're yes. still competing and finding a way. Yeah, and the kicker want can to suck up a bad day and drill it when we really needed him and all of all of that. I love all that. So I'm I'm just like again torn in Jamie's mind. Yeah, if I'm considering that to be one of the best wins in the Big Twelve Conference this year, shouldn't I feel better about that win?
1: Yeah, see, and and think the perspective for me is I felt great about that win because I'd predicted a loss. And I thought, just be, despite everything that you did, you found a way to win.
2: I thought we'd look better in beating them. Okay. I thought we would control that game, and I thought it would be decently close. But I, I thought the Red Raiders would look better in beating them. But again, maybe that defensive front is really, really good. Maybe Sack Avenue, I mean, is like a four-way four-way lane highway. Those guys are you know, really good. Maybe it's really good. I don't know. I mean, six sacks. Force three interceptions. Well, is that on them or is that on us? I understand. No, I
0: get it. I get it.
1: <laughs> tomato, tomato.
0: Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. Not always accurate. Not always fair. Just trying to be entertaining. Uh, the keyword there was try.
1: We have our moments. Uh, that's for Doug, I'm sure. 816 this morning on the morning drive. Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, double T97.3 and double t, three, double t three dot com We will have uh, high school fan zone tonight on 100.7 the score, coaches from Friendship and Lubbock Cooper. Uh, those two teams will be in action, not against each other. They've already played. Uh, Friendship uh, plays uh, Abilene. We'll have it at 6.30 from Abilene. And then Lubbock Cooper entertains Wichita Falls Ryder. We'll also have uh, the Astros and the Detroit Tigers today. 11.40 the broadcast time, just after high noon. First pitch for the first place Houston Astros. Think they're going to win the American League Championship? I know you hope not.
2: I do. I do. I mean, they look cut
1: above the rest. Yeah, they really do. Mm-hmm. And likely the Dodgers?
2: Nope. That'd be what I'd lean towards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right, so we'll have that uh, for you today for a little day baseball. Rangers play tonight against the Swinging A's of Oakland. 6.30 the broadcast time on a Double T 97.3. All right. Uh, A's will stay in Tejas and they'll uh, go down to Houston mañana probably after the ball game tonight. Take oh. on the Houstonians' Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday afternoon.
2: Just got bilingual right here, yeah, just right like yeah.
1: that. Just, that's that's me, man. Wow. Highly, you know. Impersive. <laughs> All right. Uh, Texas Tech and uh, North Carolina State on Saturday night. The Red Raiders have won a game in this series. Okay. It occurred. I'll give you the specific. I give you the specific. Uh, year 1952 texas tech won 54 to 7. okay other than that it's been pretty much all wolfpack they've won the last four okay including the last time they played at carter family stadium there in raleigh uh in 2003. i know that coach mcguire likes to take the boys on a on a um to go to a movie i didn't know if maybe they would go to mayberry while they were down in north carolina Kind of see the fictional town where Opie and Andy Taylor and you know Barney Five hung out.
2: I bet the players would love that. I mean, I'm sure all of them huge fans.
1: <laughs> well, I think that'd be kind of like that'd be kind of cool to take a little field trip from uh, time to time.
2: How many of those players do you think have ever heard of Mayberry?
1: Prob- well, I don't know. I might. I wonder if Coach McGuire has. I mean, he's he's a younger man than me. Probably has, but I bet you many of his coaches probably haven't. They're like, who is this? what is this Mayberry that you speak of, right? Yeah. You know, they could whistle. <laughs> you know?
2: I'm just going to go out of limb here and say that's probably not what the plan is.
1: Probably not what the plan is. Okay. <laughs> so don't have to worry about uh, getting getting tickets in advance to the fictional town of to Mayberry. Uh, Mayberry. To Mayberry. There is, the, go over to Mount Pilot. You know, they've got a pretty good diner over there in Mount Pilot. They could take the, the fellas there to Mount Pilot for some... You know for some
2: so does May, does mayberry exist or not
1: He's, it's a fictional t- it truly is a fictional town there is a town that's like mayberry but the town there is no mayberry north carolina
4: okay.
1: even though that's where otis the drunk hung out and that's where gomer piles from too did you know that i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow. <laughs> can't wait! And, and can't wait to and, tell
2: the guy next to me at the uh, game watching the, party on Saturday.
1: Uh, I can't remember. Jeff can help me with this. Maybe. Um, the guy, um, the guy that the f- w- saw the freaky monster the, the, in the in the in the in the in the lake was his name Fester or was his I can't remember his name.
2: Lochness?
1: It was like a it was like a Lochness. You know who I'm talking about?
3: No, I don't. I I uh, have seen several mm-hmm. dozen ep- episodes. I wasn't just a giant fan of okay. the Andy Griffith show. Okay. I didn't hate it. It just yeah. it wasn't one of the ones that I watched on repeat.
1: No, I I got it. I mean, it was you know it was uh, it was a '60s show, so um, it was done in uh, 1968. But then it it went on and on and on. Uh, forever, forever and a day. That's not, it's not, it's kind of important, but it's not important who this guy was. Okay. It's not important. <laughs> for, for what we're doing right now, probably, probably not important. But <laughs> Gilmer Pyle was from Mayberry.
2: Was from Mayberry. He
1: I mean, was from Mayberry.
2: Mayberry, North Carolina.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, here it's is
2: it's beautiful, the time of year.
1: Speaking of Houston, all right, the defensive coordinator, Tim DeRuiter, was uh, asked about this the other day talking about his defense and holding the University of Houston to six points when the drive started inside the 25-yard line. Because I do think that was um, impressive.
4: Well, I'm proud of him, but that's something we preach to them all the time. Anytime we go on the field, our job is to either get the ball back in a takeaway or make them kick. And you know, a lot of times, I think a lot of defenses, when they have a short field, the natural human tendency is to oh man someone screwed us you know we we gave up a long punt return or, or you know our, our offense turned the ball over and, and it's not like that with us you know i've you know we've got our guys thinking that hey we got an opportunity to seize the momentum back and when you can make people kick or take the ball away that deflates the offensive momentum and that's what our guys thrive on you know we talk about it all the time hey we're the firemen there's a fire right now we're putting the fire out and we're taking that momentum back.
1: We're the firemen. We're going to put the fire out. But I, you know, I I do like the fact that they, when they were when their back was against the wall, they bucked up. Because if you get if they get seven out of those two things, game over. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not winning you're not winning that game, at at all. Um, he also. Uh, he also talked about getting the first two turnovers of the season in the ball ballgame uh, on Saturday.
4: Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was happy about those. Um, you know, the first one, Krishan's, we talk about all the time the, the four Ps of takeaways. And one of those Ps is, is preparedness, you know, where we know what the offense is doing and what we do so we can play fast and physicality and purpose. And he didn't just go make a tackle to make a tackle. His purpose was to get the ball out. And you can see that purpose as he's tackling going after the football and then the population of getting guys to the football. And we've got to do a better job than that. You know, Rabbit obviously was running the ball. You know, he was there, you know, to, to get the, uh, the fumble recovery. Uh, but we've got to get 11 guys doing that, and we're not quite there yet. And we talked about that yesterday in our, you know, team meeting that, you know, that, that was not acceptable for some of these guys. And it was an uncomfortable meeting for some of them. But our guys know what our standards are here, and for us to be a a championship-level defense, we got to get everybody chasing the ball like that. Um, The second takeaway, you know, was a great job by Rabbit, you know, in in the post reading the safety, but really was caused by the pressure that we put on Tune. He threw it before he wanted to. And, you know, to me, that's why those things are called takeaways in our mind. We are forcing the offense into a situation as opposed to, hey, they, we're going to wait for them to throw it to us on turnover. Uh-uh. We need to force the issue.
1: I, I love the, it was going to be an uncomfortable meeting for some of those guys. <laughs> 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 Translation, we're not satisfied. Right?
2: Well, yeah. No, I mean, especially in the area that he's talking mm-hmm. about, we're getting everybody to run to to the ball. hmm you know in a situation where you're trying to force turnovers uh i i i agree with what he says about the takeaway thing sometimes you just look at it and say when you throw an interception and you're like oh we beat ourselves there well if i mean their defensive end is beating his man off the edge and forcing you out of the pocket and you're having to throw the ball quickly to avoid a sack and that leads to a turnover well that was a play made by the defense that wasn't just the offense mm-hmm. giving it away mm-hmm. and that's what he's talking about with the takeaways so I'm guessing that Coach DeRuders um, talks with his hands a lot
1: he does. He bangs, he bangs the table a lot. Yeah, yeah. he does.
2: He, he Especially does. when he's
3: making some points. Like, yeah. no, we're yeah, going to do I mean, this. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a hand, hand talker.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Which gonna, I'm, I'm guilty of that. So, I, I mean, not, I, don't I don't, think it's a bad thing.
1: I don't know if I'm going to point out that he's, he gave us four, the four P's and he gave us five preparedness, play fast, physicality, purpose, and population of guys to the football. That's one, two, three, four, five. But he said four P's, so I don't I don't know if play fast is one of his four P's. I think it's preparedness, physicality, purpose, and population of guys to the football. I, I really like that last one. He, we need hey population of guys to the football. In other words, all of you get to it, <laughs> right? Kind of the was, defensive mindset there. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, <laughs> but it was five piece, kind of like you know, dodge, duck, dip, dive.
2: He gave dodge. us more than yeah. advertised, Chuck. Right? Don't complain. You got a bonus. He's uh, you got a bonus P
1: you know what you got there you got a little uh what's it called BOGO <laughs> you got a BOGO there buy one get one free yeah, well, yeah.
2: Buy, you had to buy four
1: yeah buy four to get yeah. one yeah yeah you bought four and you got one free BF-go? yeah that does work <laughs> yeah anyway i uh I, I like his uh i like his uh detail and his energy and um he, he does <laughs> He he would be better with a podium than a table, (laughs) probably. (laughs) But there you go. It all works, right? Mm -hmm.
0: You've been listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to Double T 97.3.com.